Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Nick Rush, who covers all things Kentucky for Kentucky Sports Radio there in Lexington. And Nick, what a 24 hours that probably most people didn't anticipate happening over there in Wildcat country. It's fair to say uh, we were just wanting to watch them beat the snot out of some teams in the Bahamas. And uh, instead, uh, John Calipari took a little time to, to try to publicly put some pressure on Mitch Barnhart to get uh, some practice facility upgrades. And, well, uh, it, it was a disaster. <laughs> it, it was a disaster, to say the least. So just kind of walk us through it, because when anytime you see coaches take shots at each other, it's usually from opposing schools. But when you have two of the arguably biggest names in coaching there in Kentucky – kind of throwing shots at each other a little bit. I mean, how do the fans respond to this? Like, are they kind of choosing sides here? Are they standing up and say, hey, guys, let's all just get along type thing? I mean, what's the fan reaction been like to this? Well, there certainly has been different groups. Uh, There's always been a very loud uh, and proud, I'm a football first fan. They're a very proud group uh, that, that similar to Stoops, kind of has that tip on their shoulder. Why? that, That, you know, they suffered through the bad, so now that it's good, yeah, you know, they had to sit through Bill Curry won his 10 season. So now that the Cats are good, it's kind of a point of pride. Like, I was here for the bad. I'm still here for the good. Um, And then there's also just a segment of fans that just hate John Calipari. Sometimes that Venn diagram (laughs) crosses over with the football first fans. Um, And you saw all of them just pick up their torches and pitchforks as soon as Calipari uttered that yesterday. He he took a lot of that flack following the St. Peter's loss, and rightfully so. And he spent most of this spring doing a really good job of developing and, and getting back some of that goodwill. And it was going to happen. Like, this Bahamas trip was going to be the perfect cap to it. And then, you know, we're fine. You know, if Cal, you want to say your, your stuff to get to practice facility, whatever. But he had to bring up we're a basketball school. These other schools are football schools, but we're a basketball school. We need to act like it. And that kind of condescending remark, Stoops has been combating that ever since he got to Kentucky. And now he's developed a respectable program over the last 10 years. He's recruiting against schools like Georgia and Alabama. And it, he's, one of those guys is making it harder on him. That's really been a something that Stoops, it, it, it's almost like, Spitting in his face. It's like the don't talk about. It's the one guy that has the hot mom. You're not supposed to talk about the hot mom to him because they're also <laughs> want to fight you. That was what Cal did. He, Cal, Cal, Cal talked about Kentucky being a basketball school, not a football school, and now Stoops is ready to fight. Wait, so you actually think that there's actually like kind of some like current bad blood between them? You don't think this was just a posturing move just to put some more pressure, public pressure on like the athletic director to spend the money that's needed like you actually think like he's not happy with this no no i i think it was unintentionally he picked off stoops more than he ever thought he would because like he, he said the quiet part out loud like we all know that takes the basketball school i love kentucky football there's tons of kentucky football fans there's enough room for all of us but when you say that out loud it really that that is something that they do have to combat on the recruit, recruiting front and when your own guy is saying it, it makes you look really, really, really dumb. And so uh, after this offseason, like, I, I think if this had been 
any, you know, four years ago or something like that, Stoops probably just would have let that ca- that comment come and go. But for a lot of folks, Stoops has has had a higher approval rating than Cal Perry this offseason. He's rocking and rolling. And so I, I think he's just like, you know what, I've had enough. Stoops had some capital to just go in on him. And, guys, I've never I've never seen Mark Stoops get ticked off. Uh, aside from screaming at an official from time to time, uh, that was atypical behavior of Stoops. And uh, it, we're going to hear from him tomorrow, I'm sure. He's going to be much more measured by the time he does his post-scrimmage remarks. Uh, but last night, whew, he was steaming. What's the support been like between these coaches before now? Because a lot of times you'll see football coaches go to basketball games and vice versa. So before now, have these guys been in support of each other? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you know, especially for your, your junior days and whatnot, uh, they'll always bring out Stoops for, for the bowl games, uh, to, to host up the bowl trophies when they come back in January, get the standing ovation. And they're also – uh, Cal's a Pittsburgh guy. He loves the Steelers. I don't know how much of a football guy he actually is, but uh, Mike Tomlin's also a big Mark Stoops fan. So they, they've got kind of a mutual connection there. Um, and Cal brings his guys to football games all the time. They, they, they've been fairly supportive of one another, but when football starts getting the nice, shiny thing, this is the closest John Calipari has been to not being the big man on campus. You know, he, he ran the show at UMass. He was he was hot stuff at Memphis. He's been hot stuff at Kentucky. And then now that, you know, Mark Stoops, he's getting a new indoor facility. Cal's like, you know what? I think I need one, too. He just went a little too far in trying to get the athletic director to pony up some money to pay for it. Speaking with Nick Rush of Kentucky Sports Radio here on Out of Bounds on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. So, Nick, what do you think ends up being the resolution here? Do they just, you know, kiss and make up, go their separate ways? Is this something that could get – dragged on a little bit longer. Does Calipari get his new practice facility? I mean, what do you think the the end game is? The last time we heard from Kentucky Athletic Director Mitch Barnhart, who rarely speaks to the media, he's, he's much different than Hunter Yurtsek, I can promise you that. He, he basically just laughed off Cal and said, we got bigger fish to fry than to get you a new fancy, fancy facility. You're doing just fine, Cal. Pipe down. So I, I, I think if there was any shot of him getting it, that's gone. I do ultimately think they'll smooth it over publicly. Uh, but privately, I actually think this is a good thing for the Kentucky football team. They were picked to finish second in the SEC East. That's the first in my lifetime. Uh, even though there are plenty of people who will debate where Will Levis falls in their SEC quarterback rankings or you know how great is South Carolina. Kentucky is at its best when they have some sort of bulletin board material some sort of uh, kind of cause to rally around. Um, and now they've got a bad guy, and it's proven Calipari that this is not a bad a basketball school, that they got a damn good football team, and that they can do more than just you know, win 10 games and, and go to a New Year's Bowl here and there. What about with a basketball team? We know they have high expectations every year, but are the fans getting a little restless with uh, not getting to the level that they're used to getting to? You know, it, it, we're at a point now, based on the way this team's playing, uh, down in the Bahamas, they, they have a lot of experience to get the National Player of the Year Oscar Sheboy back. It's actually a reasonable expectation for Kentucky to go to the Final Four this year. I don't think people are going to be happy without at least the Final Four. And some of that also has to do with 
the fact that there's a regional hosted at the Yum Center this year in Louisville. If you're a one seed and you're Kentucky playing in Louisville to go to the Final Four, not much you excuse. Mean, you should be able to do that. Yep. <laughs> you should. That, that that should be the expectation. So it's been a while. <clears throat> he had two really really down years. Uh, that I think I, I do think that it's kind of Final Four or bust for the Big Blue Nation. So so. What happens if they get there and get sent home in the second round? Oh yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It. <laughs> you think they get? You think they get rid of him? One more. I, I don't know if it get rid of him. I mean, that, I that would do. be three years in a row where it's it's definitely not living up to expectations. Well, then you get into something that we're dealing with because uh, I'm I'm based out of Louisville and I deal with a lot of clowns here and. Scott Satterfield has assembled uh, a recruiting class that nobody ever expected him to. And that's kind of, I wouldn't say it's unexpected for Cal, but this upcoming recruiting class, he gets DJ Wagner. He'll have three top ten players in the country, mm. arguably one of his best classes ever assembled. He's got more goodwill than Satterfield, but a lot of Louisville fans are asking, at what point do we pull the trigger or do we just keep him, even if it's a ho-hum season? just to see the fruits of the labor the right, following right. year. I think you would, uh, especially for what the buyout, the buyout Cal has is ridiculous. Um, so I think they would at least keep him around one more year, and then you could have some sort of mutual parting of ways. But okay. uh, as much as some folks have sour on him, I actually do think Cal has a nice third and final act brewing at Kentucky. It was, a, it was a sprint through the first five, six years to the 2015 season. Uh, they've hit a wall as of late. But I... I even though he isn't as calculated as he once was, I, I like to compare this incident to uh, Nick Saban naming Jimbo Fisher's name. Like, Cal used to – Saban's really good at taking shots without directly taking shots, and Cal is similar in that regard. But this time he named names when he shouldn't have. He, 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 missed, he took a misstep. He's losing his fastball a little bit in that regard, but I think from a recruiting and coaching uh, perspective, you're going to get a good final two or three years with John Calipari and Mike Cooper. I'll say this too, Nick, because uh, uh, we know that there's a lot of expectation going on uh, for Kentucky, but you know, with, with Arkansas too, I'm just happy that these two teams get to meet each other in a home and home this year. I, I know that oh. I know that there's been times where they've just had the one-off game, and that's been fine. And obviously, Arkansas's got what is unbelievable—a two-game winning streak against Kentucky. But to have the home and home between these two teams once again is just seems so seems so right in SEC play. Yeah, and, and a big part of it is just because like these these two programs care. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. uh, you want to talk about basketball schools? You can't say that about many SEC places. There aren't a whole lot of spots that fill up arenas unless it is Kentucky coming in town. So to be able to get this home and home back, I love it. Uh, it's great and. Hell, there's even, like, recruiting rivalries for some of these guys, you know. Um, and his name escapes me. You're all top guy this year. But a lot of Kentucky fans were kicked off about Shaden Sharp because they, uh, then they didn't lost a chance to go after Nick Smith. Uh, you know, so, like, there's there's a lot of stuff brewing. And there's also a good portion of this fan base, too, that is like, man, that Musselman guy, he's kind of cool. So, uh, you know, you, you get that kind of, uh, kind of like the hot new young guy. So, the, the – uh, the rivalry, I think, it's safe to say between Arkansas and Kentucky is back on, and it's, it's taking on a, a new dynamic. We'll see if Cal can get him this year because there's a lot of people that typically cheer for him that really like what the Musk Bus is doing down there.
and I'll say this, I'm so glad that you mentioned Arkansas and, and Kentucky because it's the one thing that probably Arkansas and Kentucky fans can get on board with together is they're sick and tired of Auburn fans thinking they're a blue blood program. I, I've never oh, seen I've God. never seen anything like it where they've had a couple good years and suddenly they think they've arrived and I remember they were saying, oh, well, every, we're everybody's Super Bowl this year. It's like, no, you just happen to be the number one team. If Vanderbilt was number one, it would have been the same way. But they just – I don't know, man. I don't know where they came out of the woodwork. But it seems like Arkansas and Kentucky fans are at least on board with hating on Auburn. Oh, man. It's new money, man. They have no idea how to handle it. Bruce Pearl just wants to, like, take his shirt off and get all out. The, the weirdest part of it all – is like Brian Harson getting tested, dude. You're you're not going to have a job. Chill <laughs> <laughs> the hell out. Like I, I do not. Uh, I do not understand Auburn fans. Like just, it's okay. You know, you you had your fun. You know, you you got us back in the overtime of the lead eight because Pearl did his theatrics. He brought Kiki out in a wheelchair to get some magic, to get some mojo. That stuff only flies every once in a while, right? You sold your soul for that one Final Four run. Enjoy it while you can because you just had a top-five pick and you did absolutely nothing. Nick, did you just drop an early inside scoop there that if Calipari wasn't at Kentucky, that the fans would want to go after Eric Musselman? Right after he said that, Joe and I looked up at each other and we are like, wait a second. That that that, oh, uh, yeah. that light bulb. Yeah, and, and the thing that um, – it does change quite often, like who Kentucky fans would want to go after if Cal left. Or, you know, there, it's changed from Billy Donovan to Greg Marshall. People love Nate Oates uh, after the season he had a couple of years ago. Uh, but there is a lot of like, you know, this Musselman guy, he's just pretty good in Nevada. He's got some long tournament runs. He checks a lot of the boxes we like in our next head coaches. And he, the other thing, too, is he does the kind of patino Let's get up and down the floor. Let's shoot a lot of threes. Kentucky fans, I mean, that's why Tubby Smith got ran out of town so quickly. They love the style as much as they mm-hmm. love the results, you know. Um, so I, I, I do think if Cal decided to set off into the sunset within the next two years, that Eric Musselman would be top of that list of top of that wish list for Kentucky fans. Over my dead body. I was about to say, <laughs> uh, we're supposed to be telling people to enjoy their weekend, not uh... yeah, just. That would be, like, the worst-case scenario is, like, obviously, you know, like, I think most Razorback fans understand that, like, Musselman's probably not going to be here forever. But if he left to go to Kentucky, that would be, like, just the ultimate. I mean, you guys already took Eddie Sutton that one time. We don't need you taking Eric Musselman alongside, too. I, I, I will say the one thing that when when that this, when we were stepping through this conversation post-St. Peter's loss, it's like, you know, Musselman could not, – not similar to Stoops because it's different, but, like, Musselman can kind of – do his thing at Arkansas. He can get paid like you can at Kentucky. He can rec- he can't recruit to the same level, but he's he's gotten close to it. He is right now. The, Kentucky is at a, like you know they're they're a blue blood. You know like they're 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 one of five or six schools. But Arkansas is on the fringe, really you know? close it, to it. it. Yeah, they're, they're trending like, like such in, that, in that, a like good top direction. Eight or something. Yeah. Right, they're in that next level, and it, it's. You know, some of these guys got big egos, and I bet he believes that he can take Arkansas to the next one. It's just uh, a matter of no reason he can't. You know, he, I mean, how, how it, yeah, when the offers on the table, it's a little bit different than when it's not. That is so, true. You know, that well, is we, true. we might have to wait and see. Well, Nick, thanks for ruining my weekend. I appreciate <laughs> it. I'm glad you could call in and add some. Uh, oh, some, this is a great call. Yeah. But it, it was good, though, man. But we appreciate you, Nick, man. I know it's uh, crazy times over there in Lexington, but I'm sure we'll be catching up with you later down the road. 
The only way to make it worse would be if Mark Stoops left if they started calling Kendall Browse. So <laughs> I won't put that <laughs> to you, all right? I, 